This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. is open for business here on BFM 89.9 and I'm Lily Chai. I am very fussy about note-taking. I get super frustrated when I use a highlighter to highlight something very important in my notebook and turns out when I turn the page around, the highlighter just bleeds through the page. This is why I am super fussy when it comes to notebooks, so I appreciate good notebooks with high-quality paper. And Summary is a company that does exactly that. Founded by Sin Chua and Paying and the creative lead Kian Cheng in October 2018, Summary wants to make the best notebooks and stationery for Malaysians. They are here in the studio with us to share their journey, everything from pen to paper. Welcome to the studio, guys. Hello. Hello. Tell us who you are and what your roles are in the company. Hi, everyone. I'm Sin. I'm one of the co-founders of Summary. I'm Kian. I'm the creative of Summary. And I'm Ying. I co-founded this brand with Sin. Um, in Summary, uh, we are trying to give the Malaysian market uh, another option in uh, quality notebooks that providing smoother writing experience, uh, hence our open flat bindings uh, with the choices of customizables and personalizables. Uh, summary is the name a uh, combination of two words, uh, which is like some of your memories. Yeah, so we wanted that like, everyone right, write down and pen down their thoughts and their memories in our notebook. That is a very interesting name. Right, so selling pretty notebooks and stationery is still a very niche market in Malaysia because whenever we mention the word stationery, people will automatically associate with, you know, the conventional office use, school use stationery. So why did you still choose this to be your business? Yeah, uh, I think this is started from me because uh, I was grown up in a stationary family. My dad's owned a stationary shop that provides a like, back to school needs and also writing instruments. Yeah, so uh, I has always appreciate quality stationaries, but it is quite sad that I couldn't find a good quality notebook until like one day I visited a uh, Singapore stationery shop which is carry a brand a Australian brand uh, notebook and I immediately fall in love and I have this thought that uh, why don't we have one in Malaysia and to provide an, uh, another options in the market and also to encourage people to pen down their thoughts. Right. Okay, so usually most stationery shops that sell, you know, the more, the prettier stationery, right? They sell writing instruments as well, such as fountain pens, stickers, watercolor, and so did you. But you are known for your notebooks and your planners. Was this intentional that you want it to be your staple or was it accidental? We want it to be a notebook. Yeah, because... Yeah, I was quite lucky that I met my husband, who is a binders from in the printing industry. And he contributes a lot of his knowledge in bookmaking. And we have a same business goal to come up with the idea for customers to customize their notebook. Yeah. Um, back then, when we were researching mm-hmm. on the market opportunities, we realized that um, there's a gap lacking in the specifically in notebooks and planners that it's uh, bounded by linen. And also like uh, the having the options even to just put your names 
not even mentioning like uh, you get to choose your cover colors or elastic covers or even like the insert ruling that up to your preferences. So we thought that that's a good opportunity for us to enter the market with a new brand. Right. Speaking of this, let's talk about your products. So Summary claims to ha- make top-notch quality notebooks for a smooth writing experience. So let's talk about the outer look of your notebooks, right? You guys can customize your names, uh, how you want it to look like. Uh, what were the thought process and considerations when you were making these notebooks? Say, you know, the spine of the notebooks and whether they're open flat or the texture of the paper. What was the thought process like? I was always using the Muji one um, because it's of its uh, simplicity design and affordable prices, of course. Um, but then there's a lot of bindings on notebooks that on the spine, it wouldn't allow you to open flats even when it is not uh, with wire O binding. And that frustrated us a lot because, you know, we wanted to fully utilize the whole spread from, you know, corner to corner, not wasting any, you know, a single page on the space. So this is what we found out that it's lacking in the market. And then uh, during our R&D process, I still remember we made tons of tons of prototypes just to make sure that the spine can be open flat. And we even, you know, went all the way to Germany to um, source for like quality material that's up to our standard. Um, and of course, with our one of the partners, the binders, they shared a lot of, uh, on technical issues, uh, what we can improve and uh, what has been the market been doing uh, regarding to the bindings. Uh, yeah. Can you share about what papers is Malaysia using that is different from what you guys can offer in the market? In the market, uh, what you can always see is so firstly, not all notebooks or notebooks brands, uh, they emphasize on using acid-free paper or even FSC certified paper. We care a lot about that. Yeah, so we want to introduce that in uh, in our notebooks. And then uh, not to mention uh, mostly what you can find in the markets, the paper are slightly thinner. Uh, they are normally in the range of 80 GSM to 90 GSM. We wanted a thicker paper for, you know, like when you're doing your highlighting and all, it doesn't smear to other page. Uh, we call it ghosting. Hence, um, you know, we search high and low for this uh, 100 GSM paper from uh, UK and import it in and then have our binders to actually uh, help us in the R&D process. Right. Are you still sourcing some of your materials from other countries such as, as you mentioned, Germany and the UK? Yeah, yeah. We are still looking for like more options to add in. Yeah, but currently you're still sourcing from yes from other countries. Right. Okay. Can you share with us? Yeah, you mentioned that you've gone through a long R&D process, right? How long did it take and how much did it cost you? Sin was the first one who started prototyping. Uh, she started like way earlier back in early of like 2018 or late of 2017 mm. and then after that we met each other uh, she got me into this brand and this venture um, and then we figured out the um, market opportunities um, the business model uh, when we feel that the product is almost ready uh, we crafted our brand identity and set up our online channels and and soon after that so we launched our first series of our products which is now our signature linen series uh, that includes notebooks planners the whole process, right, it took about like two years time Yeah. Uh, for the research and the prototyping. Right. Just out of curiosity, what were three of you doing before the business officially launched? Like during that two year period, right, what were you guys doing? Uh, I, I was working in a corporate world. Uh, while I'm working, I also like taking up a part-time graphic design course because I'm really interested in this notebook journey. That's why 
uh, I met Ying. She has the same belief and we started a summary. Yeah, for me, I was doing branding uh, with a design consultancy back in Bangkok before I came back and I met Sin. So I was still a student when they approached me. So lucky enough, I stumbled upon an opportunity to do a bespoke illustrative cover for them. So I've been with them ever since. I did my internship there and then I slowly move on to graphic designer for them. Then now creative lead for summary. Right. Okay. You Your manufacturer is a 20-year binder manufacturer. What does this manufacturer do specifically in the notebook process? And are they local? Yeah. So our manufacturer uh, is local. So um, what they do is uh, mainly binding process. Yeah. So usually where the printers, they print, is come in a, a whole palette of uh, prints in a big size of paper. So uh, the binders actually like fold, fold the paper into the, the actual size. And then uh, they will go through the machine to bind with the thread. And eventually, they will just casing in the book to become a complete book. Right. So your printer and your manufacturer are two separate entities, right? Yes. So who are your printers and are they local as well? Yeah, our printers are local as well. So we have uh, chosen uh, two partners printer that we, we work very closely each other. Yeah, and two of them are very helpful. They will always give suggestions uh, on the colors, uh, helping us as we don't have this experience previously. Right. Yeah. Okay. Who designs how the notebooks, like the inner part of it, how the notebook layout on the inside look like. Like the layout of your monthly planner, your weekly planner, and your ghost planner, right? Who designs all of these and uh, what was the thought process? Initially, it was uh, designed by me uh, before Kian joined us. The thought process behind the dateless planners and the weekly spread are, are all with the simplicity in mind. We wanted to introduce a system that is easy to use without a guide, like you know how to use it and also not too fancy so that when you get a new notebook, you will use it immediately and not to feel like, oh, this is too new. This is too expensive for me to just uh, start writing any random things. And with this in mind, eventually, it ties back to the reason that we started this, right? To encourage more, even the younger crowds uh, to actually to write more, to journal more. Okay, uh, I want to explore more on this, but it's time for us to take a short break for some messages, but don't go anywhere. I'm here with Sin Chua, Pei Ying, and Kian Cheng from Summary here on Open for Business from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Burden Free Malaysia, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back. This is Open for Business here on BFM 89.9 and I'm Lili Chai. I'm here with Sin Chua, Pei Ying and Kian Cheng from Summary. And before the break, we were talking about their products and the genesis of their brand. Uh, I want to ask about the very colorful, vivid covers that you see immediately when you click on your website and your social media. So you mentioned that Kian is the one who designs the whole spread, how the covers look like and the photography, the arrangement as well. So Ken, what was the thought process like for you when you're designing the covers and you're uh, positioning the products in terms of the photography on social media? 
So to be honest, the cover is already set up. Um, the cover colors choices, the color choices, and also the layout is already planned before I entered summary. It's designed by Ying. So I believe they want to offer like a wider range of color for people to mix and match for them to customize according to their preference and stuff. So shortly after that, I did some illustrative cover for them. So I personally enjoy drawing and illustration since young. I, I did an illustration class back in uni. So I stumbled upon my ex-lecturer, which happened to be Ying Spren. He actually connected us and then I did a, a bespoke illustrative cover for them. Shortly after that, they hired me as a full-timer. So I did a few illustrative cover ever since. I personally took inspiration from Pinterest, just like the normal designer do. So I, I take inspiration from Pinterest, but not copy plagiarism. <laughs> so I input a bit of my creative side as well. So I take inspiration from nature and then things around me. Since Summary is like a very lifestyle brand, so I input a lot of things from the day-to-day um, -day life, still life. Right. You sell international brands such as Kawiko and uh, Empty Masking Tape as well. How has the supply chain interrupted your products during the pandemic? I think the major issue is uh, the supply availability. So um, during the pandemic, even some, for some of the products that we bring in, uh, some of them have been discontinued. Not just about that, uh, with our material that we are using, a lot of them has been discontinued uh, because of the, the pandemics. And hence, uh, we have to look for other alternatives that is uh, fit in our quality standard, but still falls within the budget. And that's really difficult for us. With this problem in mind, right, there are so many issues and hurdles when it comes to sourcing internationally. Have you ever thought of sourcing locally? Do you have any plans to do that? Let's say it's for our products materials. Yeah, we have a plan that uh, to source it in Malaysia. Our elastic band uh, are all made in Malaysia. Others material like the linen and the paper, we still have yet to find one that the quality which is compatible to, to our current one. If you don't mind me asking, it's the matter of the materials, right, when it comes to making the papers. What is it that the Malaysian manufacturers or the printers couldn't provide? Paper goods, specific linen-bound uh, material for uh, bookmaking, are not the native resources that's uh, available in Malaysia. So for that, we will have to um, look outside from Malaysia if we were to include like uh, recycled papers in our future products, then yes, that should be easily found within Malaysia. Mm. Okay, uh, we can't talk about supply chain disruptions without mentioning the pandemic. Uh, what were the sales like during the pandemic since everyone was at home? <laughs> uh, actually, the sales was quite bad for the uh, when it started. Uh, after six months, I. We found out people starting to find a new hobbies and they start to journal. Uh, our sales actually came back after six months and we also come up with an idea to come up with a productivity kits for those who work from home to make them more productive. And uh, this project, we actually uh, collaborate with another three brands. Yeah, so surprisingly, there's... The response is quite good and uh, it increased our brand awareness and also our sales. Right. 
uh, I want to ask a little bit about your finances. How much capital was invested into this business and how was it funded? Okay, so uh, our startup capital was 200,000. We get invested by uh, our partners, Printos and also the Vidos. Uh, and it is quite sad to say that uh, it is not yet uh, making a profit. So we understand that suffering from these financial losses is quite common in startups. So we have implemented a business plan early this year. Hopefully that we can break even in the next two years by uh, targeting more on B2B sales and also stocking products, our products at uh, more places to get a wide, wider range, wider audience. Right, during the pandemic when uh, you couldn't sell the products that you wanted because the printers and the manufacturers were closed, how did you guys hold on to the business? Uh, to sustain ourselves uh, during the pandemic, we actually um, stopped producing more products, but we uh, we did receive a few requests from our uh, corporate friends asking if we can help them in designing or like rebranding or even like help them with some um, marketing campaigns. So it's weird that, you know, we are a stationary brand, but we get this kind of request all the time. And of course, um, <laughs> to sustain ourselves, we say yes to this kind of fun projects for us. It's it's, it's fun it's project fun, yeah. yeah, for brandings and like design other stuff other than stationaries. <laughs> yeah. so, okay. Let's talk about the pricing of your products, right? They range from 16 to 115 ringgit. How do you justify your price point? Of course, we do a costing. We don't want our products like, to be too expensive that couldn't afford by more people. Yeah, so we hope that more people will can afford our products and continue to write down their thoughts. Right, so how much is your profit margin for each product approximately? Margin is about 30%. Yeah, so right. I, I, after deducted the uh, overhead, Mm. Yeah. Okay, so have you adjusted your prices uh, due to, you know, inflation, as you mentioned, because of the slimming margin? Yes, we did. Uh, we have to, um, actually, um, but the thing is, um, not many customers um, noticed. Yes, because, well, uh, for one of the 192 pages notebooks, they use it once a year. So when they come back for uh, a new notebooks another year later, then... I guess nobody ever like complain about it as well. I believe our price is uh quite reasonable. Yeah, because the cost that incur uh is all directly from the factory. Right. So we're still able to control it because there's no middle person or yes. distributor to hike the price up. Right? Yes. Right. Okay. Right. So let's talk about the very interesting partnerships that you have been doing. You have uh, collaborated with Koyit, the Malaysian actress. What do you look for specifically when you're looking to collaborate with uh, KOLs to promote your brand? With Koyit, uh, she is actually the first ever influencer that uh, we ever worked with. Um, I still remember when we first reached out to her, uh, we found out that she literally showed us a short video of the planners that she's actually using. So we thought that that's definitely the right person to work with, right? A planner user as well. So she definitely understand the requirements that she's looking at when she's using one. With that, eventually, the relationship grows uh, even uh, more than just seeding a creator. Um, then we started to talk uh, even more and uh, to do more and the possibility of coming out with a product with her. And all this happened uh, actually during the pandemic. And so it took us even um, extra 
time to make this plan happen with her. Um, but I would say it is a very successful campaign. I guess what we value in this partnership is not just, you know, like the really good sales and good response from the markets, but it's more on the brand recognitions that she helped build in this campaign. I think Koitz is a, a person who loves to write a journal as well. So are you looking into, you know, looking for more KOLs to help you promote your brand? Yeah, that's in our plan as well. Yeah, and the requirements are as stated, you know, someone who shares the same passion as you guys do. Yes, Definitely. Right, and you do collaborations with Stickerific, the stationery shop, and uh, it feels like a natural thing, right, for you to consider, which is going into uh, stationery shops to uh, put your products on their shelves. But you do also do collaborations with Enchante Patisserie as well, selling mooncakes, and then with VCR selling coffee. How do F&B and stationery bind and tie together? So mm. one thing we learned during pandemic is cross-brand uh, collaboration is very important and uh, would be very helpful for brands for brands or any startups to grow. Uh, we started looking into collaboration with uh, VCR and other local brands during the pandemic because there's actually no more we can do. Like factory shut down, we can't really go out. And uh, the, the, the only things uh, that we need to pivot is uh, start looking outside of stationery. So uh, by collaborating with all this brand, uh, we get to do something different. We get to provide like a fresh products to audiences for both brands. Okay, final question. Do you have any plans to open a brick and mortar store and in terms of like the creative side what do you guys have in mind currently uh, we have just opened our first brick and mortar uh, in early of September and now that we have this physical space uh, we wanted to introduce more workshops uh, to our customers and fellow notebook users aside from that we have plans in diversifying our product range and eventually to grow summary beyond just a stationary brand, but a lifestyle brand. Right. Thank you guys so much for spending time with me today, guys. Uh, for If you would like to know, if you would like to know more about summary, where can they find you? You can always come to our Bricks, bricks and Mortal at Bukit Sedang and also on IG, Summary Co., and our website, www.summary.co.co. If you miss any part of this show, you can go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. I'm Lily Choi, and this has been Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the VFM app.